El nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich de McDonald's es crujiente, tiernito, jugoso. Es pollo en la McDonald's, un mordisco y wow. es el nuevo Crispy Chicken Sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa, pa, pa. En McDonald's participantes. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website, snsnapshots.com. So if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project, contact SN Snapshots now. Episode 262 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven, Vin, and Danny are here. What's up, boys? Not much. Football is upon us. So everybody get excited. Yay. Uh, this is Justin yearly... Love for president. Let's go. Jordan Love, sorry. Who? Jordan. Jordan. Love. Jordan Love. Third string quarterback, Jordan Love. Thank you very much. That's because, you know, the second string is usually the holder. I mean, I think the punter's the holder, but that's a great <laughs> way to the start video off games. the show. J.K. Scott, what a great holder and what a great punter. What a great guy. Now you know. I didn't even Packers know the Packers punter. owned the punter. Uh, now they do because we run the ball three and out every time. Right, and then Aaron, and then you realize, wait, Aaron Jones is the better running back. Right. And go, wait a minute, maybe we should give that guy the ball. The Packers' offensive plan for multiple years has been be bad, be bad, be bad, be down 14 in the fourth quarter, and then we're going to run a two-minute offense for the whole fourth quarter, and then we tie the game and then lose for some stupid reason. Don't you love when that happens? It's It happened so many times. Or, or the other game plan like they did against the Bears, was it two years ago, where they let Aaron get killed and then hobble out of the locker room. Yeah, that one too. But again, <laughs> yeah. the plan is to not play good for about two and a half quarters. And then he just run, calls all the plays himself. And all suddenly the offense works, shockingly. So you mean to tell me that it works when he calls the plays? Huh. Yeah. Crazy how that works, huh? Jerry Sanchez just dropped the foul ball. Hate that to was see. pretty funny. Hate to see. You Let's hate to see. Go you hate the to Buffalo see. Bills. Buffalo Blue Jays. I kind of like that name in general, to be honest. The you Blue hate Jays? to see the Yankees just stink. You yeah, really but they do. can stink because they won so many games that they're still making the playoffs. They're like a lock in the playoffs, aren't they? They're they're, they're not even in their divisional spot now because they just can't beat the Blue Jays. Right. Nobody could beat the Blue one Jays. Of the wild card teams. Nobody could beat the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are winning the World Series in Buffalo. Uh, this is true. Bobachet, MVP, even though he's no, hurt. He's, yeah, he's been he's though he's hurt. hurt. I know. Pay attention, Vin. God, Vin. I know he's hurt. I've been paying attention. Did you know Robert Gesellman has a 7.59 ERA? Did you know Robert Gesellman still pitches? Did you now know that... that our total ERA on the team right, pitching tonight is 14? <laughs> I you just yummy. put the two of them together. Thank God for Jacob DeGrom. That's it. Like, that's the only... I think I'm going to go with that's the only games I'm watching the rest of the year. You say that now. Fair enough. 
you're not gonna do it, but <sighs> he's only gonna I, work I think on I helped The problem's gonna be that. is that he's gonna be working every time Jake is pitching. I the, the th- I think I held to that not watching when Jose Reyes started thing I did two years ago. <laughs> I think I stuck to that. <laughs> now Ahmed Rosario doesn't Todd play. So now. It's fully come circle. Now Ahmed Rosario never plays. This is true. So, whatever. We've been trying to trade Rosario for four years because of him and us. <laughs> I mean, he has no value, so... Typical Mets, they killed anybody's value before they, you know, they should have traded him this year. They should have traded him and Robbie Cano when they had the chance. I mean, they had no chance to trade Robbie Cano. Did they have no chance? That guy's the hottest player, the guy's the best hitter in baseball. Oh, there's a hockey game on. Why am I watching baseball? Because hockey sucks. On to Twitter topics, Ben. I mean, we can get into Twitter topics. My first question is not. Uh, the question you think it's going to be. The question is, have you, either of you have ever been to a Fuddruckers? Yes. Fuddruckers, I don't want to talk yes. About it. One time. Yes. What is... Is there anything special about Fuddruckers? They had an uh, air hockey table. Burger place. It, for the one I went to was just burgers and fries. That I, The only thing I remember. Well, you I remember? Was... Not Good Burger, but the other place. What was the bad place called? Mondo Burger. Mondo, Mondo Burger. Burger. That's what it was, but it, but the one that I always went to had an air hockey table in it also. So that's what you remembered about Fuddruckers. That's why I was asking. Was it like... It was like a Mondo did Burger. It, did it have some attractions with it? Well, the reason I ask is they're going out of business. Oh, I didn't even know sh- they still existed. There it used seems... to be one a long time ago in like Westbury, if I remember. They are. They announced their plans today to liquidate. So I want the air another hockey one table. bites the dust. Rest in peace to Fuddruckers. I want the air hockey table. I used to have a pool table growing up. That was kind of fun for like a week. It's pretty kick-ass. Then my stepbrother used it as a wrestling closet. table. And that went downhill. Yeah. No, oh, I thought you were gonna say wrestling table. No, every time it was, it was just clothes on it every time, and then I was like, <laughs> "Well, I'm just not playing pool anymore." I guess I had a Packers pool cue too. It was pretty awesome. Were you just the coolest? I mean, yeah, I was really cool <laughs> when I was like thirteen. At that moment, <laughs> um, let's see what else. I mean, we don't. I mean, that's not my cup of tea. But they canceled keeping up with the Kardashians. That seems significant. It that seems shows, significant, even though I never saw one episode ever. I don't but think yeah. I have either. But it seems significant. That show has been on the air. They like said fourteen, 14 years. years. That's. You couldn't, you couldn't put me up, offer me a million dollars to get that right. No. You I could have, have made that known. three choices out of four, and I would have still messed up. I, I don't, <laughs> like, I didn't know the story until recently, at least, that, like, Ryan Seacrest was just like, I think this girl would be good for a show. And they just made a show listening Basically. to Ryan Seacrest. Right. So and, we blame you, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, it's all Ryan Seacrest's fault. Ryan Seacrest is like the king of reality television. Basically, yes. Ideally, behind Survivor and Big Brother, you know. I think it's the longest besides those two to be. You gotta think American Idol. Because Idol got canceled and came back, technically. Right, Right. with a different host, right? I don't think he does it anymore, no. You're right. I do like America's Got Talent on NBA. Oh, you're right. That's been a long, long, long time, too. Probably. I think Survivor's the longest, I think. 
I would think so. At least 20 years. I miss Fear Factor. I remember. The first season of Survivor was lit. And I just yeah. stopped. Because yeah. no one knew what was really going on. And then you're like, oh, okay. Oh, so what you're telling me is they actually have real food and shelter when you're not recording. Right. <laughs> I do still watch Big Brother, though. I, I'm That's like the one like bad reality show I'm into is Big Brother. It's the only one. This is not so, my league. Oh, uh, Danny, our draft just drafted. Oh, okay. Tommy's league what? just drafted. Interesting. Um, this is hey, another topic. Good? I got. Did just I get Le'Veon Bell with the first? Oh no, Christian McCaffrey oh, went okay. first. You guys' name was Le'Veon Bell. It wasn't a snake draft. I got Lamar Jackson, Derek Henry, Le'Veon Bell, Julio Jones, Alan Robinson, Hunter Henry. <laughs> I got back Jarvis Landry. Yes, we're changing our team name. <laughs> AJ All right, well, let's just get into it then. Well, we're not going Yeah, bring it up, Ben. I'm just going to bring it up. Odell Beckham was trending today for a reason that you don't want to be trending. And I don't know if I believe it or not. But it seems a little bit too weird to not believe. It's one of those, I think. So I'm going to say I believe it. And I'm going to say that it's kind of funny that he's just going to get Brown's jokes made about him the whole season. He does right. play for the Browns. And it's also funny that he stinks now. Well, the team stinks. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh That's I made it. all the jokes today. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. What I do wanna bring up is I don't know how much hockey you guys have been watching, but what are your thoughts on that new Amsterdam commercial with Ryan Whitney and Biz Nasty that I hate? Which Paul one? missed the net. Yeah, Paul missed the net. It's that's, that's the old. worst thing. It's it's not even funny though, but it they run it. They run that and the Marc Andre Fleury commercial every break. Well, yeah. Because, well, well, the, the new Amsterdam Am- commercials from during the season when it was funny with the first 190 times I watched yeah. it. The other I reason mean, they're doing that is they're trying to not advertise Pink, Pink Whitney, which is what everyone's drinking, and they're, apparently they're coming out with a business biz drink for him. I don't know. I have some Pink Whitney downstairs. It's pretty good. It's like a lemon. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, I never opened it up, but I do have a bottle downstairs as well. I would... Official uh, yeah. ruling pending. I don't think I've ever gotten that alert from ESPN. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I've seen that before. Um, we are getting to that point in basketball and hockey playoffs where they're running. It's it's the business commercial. It's the Mark Andre Fleury commercial. It's the Adina Menzel commercial. That they're <laughs> yeah. just run, it's the same three commercials every time, and it's like I get it. Uh, you know, it's not meant for the people who are watching every single game. It's just their popular ads, but it, I'm getting tired of it. It's like that. Remember Frank TV in the baseball playoffs? Right. That I was, was I was just I was just about to say yeah. that. I mean, that was the worst thing that's ever happened. And even he knows Frank Caliendo knows that that was the worst thing that ever happened. Um. Yeah, bad commercials. <laughs> Speaking of America's Got Talent, it's on right now. What about Twitter. Twitter topics? Well, I'm looking, and I'll be honest, Twitter stinks right now. Huh, I get it. I get it. 
<laughs> oh, I mean, we can get into Von Miller a little bit later, but he seems to have suffered a season end injury. His ankle, something happened to his ankle. He needs it an MRI. It must be broken for it to be done for the season. See, they're saying MRI, so wouldn't that mean like a ligament is torn or something? Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. The MRI can look for like a like a, a sprain or something. Thing, be next, right? So he had to be in a lot of pain for them to be saying they fear he's going to be out for the rest of the season. It must be really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope for his sake that he's okay. Um. Love Island. I mean, that was just... The fuck is Love Island? Love Island is another reality show on uh, CBS. And it is... I don't know. I've never watched it. I watched a show like it that was on Netflix. It wasn't very good. Well, Finn Fowler won the NXT Championship. Good for him. Well, that's because they want to bring what's-his-name up. Cole, baby. All right. Um, our next segment is going to be a lot about football, so I guess we could like throw some baseball stuff in here if you want to. Mets suck. Yankees suck. Everybody sucks. Uh, yeah. Yankees have lost like it's like fifteen out of no fourteen out of nineteen. Some at this something point. ridiculous like that. It's, it's like ten good. out of fifteen. It's bad. It's very bad. And they're losing at the moment as well. And they're well. losing to the or- to the Blue Jays at the moment, and the Mets playing the Orioles. We're the losing to the Orioles at the moment. Just right, like which, we projected I, before the season, the, the Orioles, Orioles will be better than both, right ne- both New York baseball teams. The Orioles are like a 500 team right now, which is surprising, but it's still, it is what it is. Um, the season doesn't count. It doesn't matter. The season doesn't count. And speaking of the season not counting, and that Steve Cohen is coming... A-Rod and J-Lo are just not giving up. <laughs> no, please. She God, wants to no. use her own money now. I don't. I, Dumb bitch. Why didn't you just do that Rod originally? Never, he's a businessman now. He's never heard of being used as leverage. Like, he's mad about being used as leverage. This is how negotiations work, homeboy. <laughs> they got back to the money they wanted, pretty much. I mean, the, the fact that they only lost $300 million after the first offer is shocking. I thought they were going to lose, like, a, a billion. Isn't it funny that we're laughing at that? Like, originally, we're like, holy shit, that's a lot of money to lose, and they're probably just like, right. what's $300 million? <laughs> I know, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the grand scheme of things, with the amount of debt this team is in and the, the financial state of the country, yeah, I they, thought, honestly, they were going to lose about a billion dollars. Right. And, you know, they got pretty close. <laughs> but it was also announced yesterday, the same source that's saying A-Rod and J-Lo are back in this, said yesterday that the negotiations are basically done and could be announced by the end of the week. Which doesn't officially make him owner, by the way. The, they then vote in November. They, right, they vote at the owners' meetings. Right, which is the beginning so, of... No, which is like a week after the World Series. Basically, yeah. So That way you can have that, a drunk owner there. Well, that's good. It's good, first of all, that it happens in November because then, I mean, technically he could they could start making changes under his regime uh, for next season. But I don't think that's, like, going to happen. you got to think that I think you if have the negotiation it... ends, anything that happens once the season ends, like a managerial change, a GM change, 
is going to come down from him. I know, but, but I think like a lot of businesses give it a year and kind of see how things are running. Like, a lot of business people do that. So like I don't like how much is he going to pay nothing... Theo? <laughs> right. There's <laughs> nothing immediate I don't that needs to happen like next year. Like in 2 years is the big thing because Noah and Conforto are both free agents. So like though that's a big decision of a direction of a franchise. Are you keeping those guys or and if you're not then obviously that's a rebuild. You know, you hit the reset button kind of right there. Yeah, but he, he's the new Steinbrenner, so these guys are getting kept. I don't. I think they're going to stay, right? I think. I think he'll make sure they get paid. He's going to give everybody blank contracts Barry and Robert say, "Here, you guys figure it out." <laughs> it's all pocket change to me. If you want to just write my the shark on there, you can have it instead of money. Yeah, Von Miller injured injured a tendon on his, in his ankle on the last play of practice. He's expected to need surgery and. That will do it for his season. You got to think career. I don't know about that. That guy's been. I was thinking about this yesterday about like um, pass rushers and stuff. Like they can stick around a lot if they just get used in the right role. Like he's not going to be the right. same guy, but he could just be a third down pass like rusher. Like OC and ER yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, OC wasn't the caliber of player that Von Miller is, but yeah. Sure, but like, I mean, I was thinking about it in the terms of Clay Julius Matthews. Peppers. Because Him too, Julius Peppers. Peppers. Yeah, well, the, the Packers have no middle linebacking at the moment, basically. They have one person and nobody else. So people are clamoring to bring Clay back and to play middle linebacker because he did, like, for the half a season he did in 2014, he was awesome, but he hated it, so they switched him back. And now people want him to do it again, and I'm like, that's it's just not going to happen. Um, Jadavian Clowney signed with the Titans. Right. Drafted them in a free league. Completely forgot that he was still a free agent until he signed the other until day. Until he fired his agent and then signed an hour later. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, the league apparently rejected a trade between the Titans and Saints right before, like right after the Super Bowl. Really? That involved him like going to New Orleans for a second round pick. So I saw that. It was like the Saints, he wants $15 million, but the Saints can't pay that with their cap. So they want somebody to sign him to $15 million, and then they're going to give that person a second round pick to give them him and eat $5 million. So it's a sign and trade, but the team has to eat some money. But the league declined it already. Yeah. Because no, the, cause the, the Seahawks were going to do it. Well, that's the that's the Seahawks. Whoever is whoever's signing him for the trade, you're just buying a draft pick for five million dollars. But the question is, is that's what's happening what's with Tennessee? Well, I don't think so. I think because I think because he because they said like he's super excited to play for Vrabel. Yeah, that, that's it. That's Vrabel because he was Vrabel was a defensive coordinator in uh, Houston. And, and he couldn't stay healthy under Vrabel, so now he wants to actually play under Vrabel. I mean, he's just... That's, that's it. Is JJ healthy this week? Or is he playing? Or is he... I, T- TJ. No, T- JJ. Oh, you're JJ? You're talking I, about JJ? Oh. TJ, TJ's, TJ hasn't been hurt yet. JJ, yeah, on the other hand, usually play. wakes like... Just, usually like now, just, some sort of tricep... Tron- Tear and... He's constantly hurt. I don't know. So 
And it's always yeah, the same, he, like, three injuries. Yeah, I think he's ready to go. And it's always the same injury. It's like his tricep every time. No, that should be interesting. Um, but, so, Dodgers are the best team in baseball. But they still stink. But they're not going to win anything. I mean, Dodgers, it's not even close in the National League, I don't think. Although the Padres, like the, the Padres yeah, are the most fun team in baseball, and they have fucking Eric Hosmer, and he annoys me so much. That bothers you so much. It's so funny. And he got hurt, so he's just, he's a bad base runner who should have been out. Who did we have on that was like he's statistically the worst baseball player ever? Rich, it's Rich, uh, Rich McLeod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's because he. Was he was like he won a gold glove and he was terrible at defense. It's funny, I was just reading one of those guys, that guy's tweets, but yeah, I but Eric Hosmer's just not good. Apparently, he, he this season, like I was, I read an article that was like Eric Hosmer's part of the you know, uh, whatever uppercut swing, I forgot the word, Mike Jacobs, not Mike Jacobs. Come on, Danny, what's the word, Jeremy Burnett's. He broke up real quick. What did she say? The like uppercut swing revolution. I forgot what the hell. uh, On the launch angle. Launch angle is the word that I'm looking for. Yes. Eric Hosmer has adopted into the the launch angle thing, which he very much wasn't before. He was like a ground ball hitter, which that being slow doesn't really help. And was he like the worst defensive first baseman ever? Also, he he was. Yeah. He put Lucas through to the shame. He, he knew <laughs> to run because he was also a bad first baseman. And he said, I couldn't make this play. So he definitely can't make it. And that's why he ran. He probably started thinking like, okay, if this ball was hit to me, I'd fucking run. So I might as well right. run on this guy. Exactly. <laughs> beautiful. I'm afraid to know it, Vince Watson. And he said, beautiful. No, I said that's beautiful. I'm just watching. Oh, another commercial. I hate John Stamos Geico commercial. Geico Where he knits. Yeah, he knits. The, the Geico commercials. I'm just. I'm over. I'm over commercials. What commercials do you hate more, Progressive or Geico commercials? Geico for sure. You hate. You can't. You you rather watch Flow? Yeah, I'd rather watch Flow than. Uh, no, I disagree. Flow and Jamie need to go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm glad we agree, Steve. Okay. Who's worse? Is Jake from State Farm worse than all three of them? Wait. Which Jake from J- State Farm? New Jake from State Farm or old Jake from State Farm? Any Jake. I, I, I raise you Jake from State Farm and I give you uh, what's his face as Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Carlton uh, Banks. Carlton as, as Chris Paul. See, that's kind of funny to me, though. No, it's absolutely. It's like it's your my version of. Uh, the New Amsterdam Paul Mr. Net. Is it? Oh my god, yeah. It's it's played almost every commercial on the NBA. See, the fact that it's Carlton makes me laugh though. It, it is funny dumb. though, like the it first couple dumb. times when he actually has Chris Paul's mannerisms. It's pretty funny. I've also like, watched now that. it's just like all right, I've seen it enough that I wanna like throw my remote at the TV. I've also watched less basketball. Right. Even though Too it was political been, for you, Vin? I did watch, like, was exciting. I just Too political for you, Vin? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I just, 
I mean, you guys know I'm not a huge basketball guy. Like, I watched whatever. See, I'm trying to I don't remember what team it was. It's the Mavs, right? The Mavs, and I guess they were playing Oklahoma City, maybe? I forgot. Whatever game that was that Luka went off. Where he hit that three to win the game. He hit the winner. Yeah, he hit the I winner. saw the end I of watched. that game. I did watch the end of that game. They weren't playing Oklahoma City. They were playing somebody highly ranked, right? Like the Clippers or something. I think they were playing. Because they didn't win the series. Someone calls him a white boy. I don't. I mean, he's white. I don't know. What what do you expect? (laughs) Um, What else? Um, Speaking of Carlton Banks, how is it not a Twitter topic that the French Prince is coming back? It didn't come up on my topics. What the hell kind of Twitter topics are you looking at? What when is? I thought that was weeks old. That uh, that news. Oh, I don't know if it's weeks old. It was the first time I heard about it today. That's why it's not trending, Stephen. But they did that like fake. Um, they did that like someone made that like fake. Like, what if Fresh Prince of Bel Air was taped now? Show thing like a commercial thing okay and will smith like brought it up and he's like now helping them get on like tv and some channel picked it up fresh fresh prince of bel-air latest okay when you look up the latest under Fresh Prince, it's some guy saying, I prefer having intercourse with multiple ladies at a go than just one. Why would you even read that? <laughs> so it's getting a reboot. They're going to get a reboot, and it's going to be on Peacock. Two-season two okay. reboot on Peacock. I mean, I, I have no faith in any of that. Is Anything... Will going to be... Is Will going to be... Like, if Will's not in it, then there's no point, obviously. Is Will going to be Uncle Phil? I, I hope not, even though or Will hasn't Uncle had a Will movie in a while. So. Ha- you know, maybe it'll be Uncle Will. Here's a question, and I don't know. Somebody said this, I think it was on a podcast I was listening to, that it made them feel old. It doesn't make me feel old, but... So, right now, you guys are older, and I am as old Why is as... It? As Emilio Estevez was when he was in the Mighty Ducks. Stop. Does that make you feel old? What are you, 27? No, I'm 29. He was 30 when he did that movie. Which one? I think. Did I do that math wrong? I might have. (laughs) No. Yeah, he was born in 1962. The movie came out in 1992. That's 30. Very simple math. Right. So... Okay, better yet, better question is, how old did you guys feel when Macaulay Culkin put on Twitter, goes, I'm 40, do you feel old yet? Actually, I didn't feel old, because he's 40. Like, Yeah, but he was home alone when he was, like, 8. I... I didn't. It didn't. That didn't make me feel old. I knew Macaulay Culkin had aged. I was aware that <laughs> right. time had. That was drugs. Not really had aging. That was drugs. I didn't he was forty though. Yeah, I guess. That was a lot more drugs I than it like was his age. I kind of about it. I can't. I mean, he's cool. He can, and he's on that new. He's on Succession. Apparently, he's very good on it. What Succession? It. And and he cleaned up his act, so it's cool. What Succession? Yeah. It's like the biggest HBO show now. 
Yeah, I never. I have. I've been meaning to watch it. I just had never. Apparently, apparently it's crazy. It's like a, a family of. It's like a family business kind of thing, and he's like one of the brothers, but they're all assholes. I don't know. Now I kind of want to watch it. I've heard it's very good, and it's. All, I think it's only two seasons in, so you could catch up pretty quick. I don't know, obviously, when they're going to come back because of the schedule, because of the shooting, but. Well, give it a shot. You know, if Batman had a full face shield, he would have never got COVID. Batman looks good, though. Yeah, but he has COVID. I mean, he'll be fine. Hopefully. You know, if maybe if he, he should go. He should go talk to Mr. Freeze. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger had the cure for Alfred. Maybe Mr. Freeze has the cure for COVID. If anybody does, it's certainly not Mr. Freeze. Well, he couldn't save his own wife, so. Yeah. How good of a goddamn scientist are you? <laughs> But he saved Alfred, and that's more important than his wife. Which seemed very <laughs> random. <laughs> hey, go save that Alfred, but screw so, my wife. <laughs> those movies are so bad. Like, so bad. Yeah, those are pretty bad. Uh, but now, apparently, Bat... Batflex doing like 8,000 things of Batman. So. Who? Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck is going to do like eight things of Batman now. Apparently, HBO Max wants to make a Batflick, uh, uh, Ben Affleck miniseries for Batman. All right. So we didn't really get into this because I think we kind of missed it in the. I mean, we took we skipped a week and then I was out last week. So the, this, I, I'm out on the, on the Justice League Snyder Cut. I'm out. Because this is not what was it was sold as. This was sold as he wanted to make the movie a certain way, and they stopped him from doing it. And like Joss Whedon screwed it up, and it became a different movie. Now he's like reshooting things and recutting things. It doesn't count. This is not your cut. <laughs> this is you're making a different movie with the the criticisms that were on the that were of the first one. This is just a different movie. This is not a cut. You're just you're re-releasing a movie called Justice League with people in it. Four episodes worth of Justice yeah, League. Yeah, that doesn't count. This that, is not. That's a miniseries. The Snyder Cut people have lost. This is a new entity called Justice League, and it's a four-part miniseries. That's what it is. Because it's ridiculous. When I heard that, I was like, "You have to be kidding me with this nonsense." I think you're just overthinking it. I don't think I'm overthinking it. I think you And cheated. I can declare it now. You are going I'm to watch just, it. I think every director for the rest of time, no matter how good, we, good move, the movie they made was, should say my cut was better. Because then if it stinks, they could just be like, okay, and we're doing it. And this is my cut. And okay, now I win. I get to make the movie twice. It's like when you lose a game Madden and then quit and play again. It's, just, it's, it's the same thing he's doing. It is what I do best. Yeah. Or get drafted by the Bears. Or get drafted by the Bears. And then quit and do it again. <laughs> Nobody wants to play for the Bears. You start okay. over. Win those championship games 1,000 to 3. And then the people who want to play for the Bears and get money to play for the Bears are the backup quarterback. So. <laughs> the S&D Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and, of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. <laughs> Welcome back to Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Vin, tell everybody how you can't watch Harry Potter on Peacock because it's not on because we don't know if it's on free Peacock or not free Peacock. <laughs> so Harry Potter was on HBO Max and now it's not. And but now it's not on Peacock, but it's owned by NBC. I hate all these movie things. I hate that I, <laughs> that this is first world problems. This is top of the list first world problems. Amazon does not have an HBO Max app, so I have to switch right. to my PlayStation. And Peacock. To, yeah, to watch it. This, is Peacock on, is on Peacock on I Amazon? I haven't tried. They haven't <laughs> no, it off, is not. I tried. They haven't taken the office off of Netflix yet, so I haven't had to go to Peacock yet. <laughs> so there's no Peacock in the in Vince household? I don't think there is on the, on the Amazon uh, yeah, you know, they're on the Fire, the Fire Stick. Stick. There's no Amazon. Uh, there's no uh, HBO Max or Peacock. I've t- tried. So now That's... I have to s- turn on my PlayStation and switch to that to watch whatever I want on HBO Max. So right. I got the new TV, right? And I got this device yeah. off Amazon that literally all I have to do is push a button on it. It has both the PlayStation and my Apple TV connected to the one device. And then That's my just... cable box is connected yeah. to just HDMI one. And then it just flips between which device I want to use. It's so much easier than, you know, unplugging, replugging, unplugging, replugging. So, this is uh, kind of a transition. Talking about (laughs) HBO Max, the... The answer is no, I've watched only one episode of Hard Knocks. Okay, I was going to say, your thoughts on Hard Knocks, Danny, and you've probably watched more than... Yeah, I watched the first three episodes. Okay. We actually talked about it last week. Uh, Okay. Basically, yeah, it's it is what we all thought it was going to be, especially without the games. Obviously, tonight's episode is going to be the best one with the cuts. I guess would you say with that? Is this going to be the last one? Is this the last episode because the season's starting? Is next week? It should or yeah, it should be the last one. It's usually four weeks. Um, Last week's episode with social justice was. It was an episode they needed to do, and uh, seeing uh, Coach McVeigh's instant reaction to the murder that took place a couple weeks ago, it was just what you expected. And I, I like the Chargers, and I, I like the Rams. They're real quick, they're big two teams that I wouldn't not root against. You know, big basketball news: Billy Donovan no longer coaching in OKC. So I did this thing in my head the other day to see how many basketball coaches I can name, and I named Billy Donovan because I like I honestly didn't know if he was still coaching. Florida yeah. University, baby. Yeah, that I knew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so apparently they don't want to do an extension, so he's just not going to coach. Next. He's like, yeah, I'm out. Nope. I Hard Knocks is what it is. I don't. Like, I think. I'm not gonna... I think because Hard Knocks is really focused on the preseason games. That's what killed this season but it still gets the job done how much of I, the new stadium have they incorporated into it has there been a like, lot have, has there been like workouts in the stadium scrimmages yeah both teams had scrimmages and unfortunately the charger scrimmage was the day that they canceled practice so all the big moments have basically been in the new stadium Okay, yeah, I didn't they, know. I didn't know if they were going in it because they were showing stuff with like goth right. throwing passes to construction right. workers with couple, no field. And they 
and they've had Goff and his girlfriend like I think I, right. like what? It was like touring it on like the first episode. Yeah, they, like toured like, it towards and the end. And in the second episode, they went back and like went they went again. I think or maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. So well the, the first the episode every year. Scrimmage. The first yeah, episode the second... every year is basically like right. draft, like mini camp to everyone basically showing up and then a very little bit of practice from the like they end it with the first pra- first big practice usually. Yeah, the second episode was their scrimmage, and then last week was supposed to be the Charger scrimmage. So I watched. So they've been very focused on the new stadium. The first two episodes, I think. I don't think I watched the third episode, but my whole problem is, and I, I obviously we said they they don't have games. They're you know behind the eight ball. It's not really their fault. I don't like the two team thing because like the whole point of hard knocks. Right, like because last time, week I like, want to know about the seventh corner that's not going to make the team, but he's funny. Like right. that's why why I watch the show. And when there's two teams, it's like half a hard knocks each one. It's well, not not only that. For. Like it, it's like last week because of what happened. The Chargers really took the forefront of the episode, even though the McVeigh part was so important. But the last five to ten minutes was strictly Chargers. So yeah, it should have been one team. But I think, but I think the way it would have been if they were actual preseason games and there wasn't a pandemic, I think it would have been interesting to see. So if they were to go back and do it again, I would give it another shot just to see what a legit right off season would have been. I, I guess, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you're going to find out less about both teams. I thought the whole point was they're trying to get you, one, back into football, and two, like, you're going to know everything about this team and follow this team let's, one year. Let's, let's be real. If you're going to be watching Hard Knocks, you're probably going to be watching Hard Knocks that's regardless. True. Right. I don't know, but I I still but think like, I, the I fact think, that it's on I, HBO, they're well, trying I, to get some new audiences. What I, I agree what you're saying to some point, but... If you're just watching Hard Knocks to watch Hard Knocks, you're not going to care about the ninth ninth cornerback like we do or like that type of stuff. So does it really matter for the people, that casual person that would like no, my mom watching Hard Knocks with you're us? You're right, I guess. I, I just didn't like the splitness. Their colors are too similar. So I didn't know which well, was which. Like, I well, need, that's, that's the Rams' fault. It, it, some of everybody's <laughs> yeah. fault, but I need, in all fairness, in all I need fairness, a blue this team was, this and then blue, I need a red team. The blue team or I need was a green team the light blue and was the Chargers team. thing way before the Rams. Right. I need two completely separate color combinations so that I know just by jerseys and just by like coaches' shirts. The funniest I'm, thing was last week the Chargers' Twitter account uh sent uh did the photos of what jerseys they're gonna wear and my head is going to explode even though all the jerseys are awesome but my head was gonna explode on the combinations and this color rush and that color rush and this color rush and the throwback what like how many jerseys they have so many jerseys and they're all awesome but it's like really like becoming yeah, they're turning into they're basically NFL's version of Oregon next this season coming up. But here's the thing, also, did you guys see? Like, maybe you guys have a better idea than I do. But the Falcon jerseys, the red ones, do they fade into black towards the pants? Uh, I would have to see Didn't in action. Because I just I, like the I, Falcons' old school jerseys. I just should just wear those. The the one from the '98 Super Bowl or '99 Super Bowl. Yeah. That's the, the one they should be wearing. Ones. Right. That black and that red. 
Right. You can have the red the from white. the 80s and then the white. It was perfect. Yeah. But, you know, more modernized, you have to put ATL on it. That's, you know, it's 2020. It's not a lot It's the ATL. that have, like, the multiple. Like, they had the red one within, like, a white stripe and a red and a black Mike stripe. Mike Vick jerseys. Right. I think yes, they should. The, the Mike Vick jerseys. Yeah, they should go back to the the all blacks like the Deion Sanders Falcons. Yeah, the jersey. the Super Bowl, the team that lost right. to the Falcons. Right. The Jamal team Anderson. That lost the Falcon team that lost to the Falcons. Because the nineties, <laughs> like the two thousand jerseys, were clearly two thousands futuristic jerseys, and they're like, ugh. Yeah. Michael Vick's rookie year uniforms is what they should do. Yeah. Right, the pre the pre Joey Harrington days. No, they they no. He had it on the cover of Madden before he got arrested. No, he no. Let's look at the yes. They have he, the yes. They they one hundred percent have the, the Vic Viking cover. It was the newer jerseys. Joey of Harrington yeah, that's, that's what I'm, that's and the exactly Viking. What I'm saying. Neither yeah. of those people have anything to do with the foul. <laughs> <laughs> Who said the Vikings? You said the Vic Viking cover. That's what you said. <laughs> he and then you said Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington stunk. That's just a Vic. fact. Man, I'm going to look up. Yeah, it was the modern 2000. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, that's yeah. the one we're saying we don't like. Right. I don't like it. But that wasn't the one he wore his rookie year. No, yeah. The one he wore his rookie year was the normal, boring. Black yeah, that's the one they need to bring back. Right, that's what I want. Yeah, and they did bring it back as a like a throwback. Yeah, and they, they still have it. They have it again this year too. It's a right. it's like their third jersey or something. Right, right. I don't know how we got on the subject, but oh, Chargers jerseys. Okay. So, I'm so, gonna, go ahead. No, go for it. Wait, well, I was going to ask you guys about the Giants, and we're getting it's Week One, Giants Steelers Monday night, right? Yep. So, what's? I mean, all I hear about is just. I, I got to be honest, Danny. I know if probably if it was my team, I'd be excited too. That diving on the fumble thing in the mud was the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, honestly, yes. If you're not a fan of that particular team, you're gonna like, what is this jackass doing? But just hearing what the players are saying and all that other stuff, obviously it doesn't mean anything the second 7.30, 7.15 hits on Monday. And obviously we don't really know I what... didn't even realize it was 7.15. <laughs> Just so you know, 7.15. <laughs> 7 o'clock game next Monday because of the double header on ESPN. But it all doesn't matter until opening kickoff, but... And obviously, with this year, we no one has seen their team actually, actually practice slash have a preseason game. So we have no idea what to expect on on Monday and for the rest of the league on Friday. I mean Sunday. So it's it's really going to be interesting. Um, the Giants have a really brutal start to the season. So it's going to be very interesting to see how a rookie head coach is going to weather the storm because it's it's potentially could get really ugly before the season even starts kind of bad. So, and it, and I don't even think it's on him. I just think it's the giants are a very young team and unexperienced team 
for them to play who they're playing the first five weeks. So, uh, I don't know. I, the Giants are going to – it's going to be rough, rough sledding for the Giants. But if if Judge is as good of a coach that everybody's saying and how prepared the team's going to be for upcoming game, seasons and stuff – it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to be able to weather the storm. And I think, I think with that being said, I think there will be a good sign of things to come with judge. Cause obviously unless they go 0 and 16, he's going to be back in the future of things. It's going to be interesting to see them as a team and how they rebuild. Cause everybody knows it's still a rebuilding schedule. So yeah, let, let me let me take you to the first five weeks with the Giants. It's it's obviously week one home against the Steelers. Week two at Chicago. Then week that's when three, the call starts. Yeah, uh, week three is against San Fran. Week four at Los Angeles, and then week five at Dallas. So which Los Angeles? Oh, uh, the Rams. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're so, playing the. We're not playing the West this year. I mean that's I don't know how good the Rams are gonna be. But that's they you're but going to LA. The so. best you can hope for out of that is two and three, I think, to be completely yeah, honest. But where are you getting that those two wins? Uh, Chicago. I don't Chicago, think Chicago's very... you hope. Yeah, you'd hope Chicago and then you're and praying for the other three games. All other four games, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean I think you, I think LA they'd have a they have a chance. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you're staring one and four in the face, zero oh and five, and that's my my only thing is like you do these, what seem like kind of, I mean, it's a young team, so it's there's not the that you know veteran jadedness of a locker room, right? But you do these kind of you know chachki looking things. And like running laps, everybody's running laps together. Like right, the coaches are running I, laps. I don't know how long that. Why I'm okay with it. I know Toki from outside the giant universe of things, and it's an overrated. People are gonna say it might be an overrated thing because obviously winning cures all, but the culture has been so dead the last couple of years and fractured and everything. I'm willing to give it a shot and hopefully. It strikes rebirth into the organization and finds a way to rebuild this team into being the team we grew up loving and watching every week and just being that dominant team again. It's It's been embarrassing, obviously. Sure. And, and going to those games is very brutal. But, like, I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot because of how everybody has perceived it at training camp um so i'm i'm open i'm opening up my arms to see hopefully this guy's taken everything he has coached with other under his toolage and be himself as long as he he is himself and takes what saban and belichick and all other coaches that he's worked under and mold it into one coach and still be Joe Judge himself, then I'm I'm all completely fine with it, and that's where it's been so far. But I need to see him lose a couple of games. What happens? Does he turn into a Belichick? Does he turn into a Matt Patricia? Because that's really what what that would turn into right now, or a Mancini type. Give me a Mike Vrabel. Of, 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, give me I, a Vabril. I would love to have Mike Vabril on my, our on our coaching staff right now. Like, give me that kind of guy. I don't I don't want a Mangini or this year's Pat, uh, Patricia. Let's see what happens. Like, there's so many holes again on the defensive side of the ball. Like, their defense is gonna suck again, most more than likely. And then, if Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley stay healthy and are able to play the wide receiving core and Evan Ingram, they could definitely do work. It's just how does Daniel Jones do in year two? And can they actually feed Saquon Barkley the ball? And Jason Garrett, is it going to be a couple year process having Jason Garrett on the team? Or if they are so good and the right coaching job opens up, does he leave? So it's going to be interesting to see what the Giants have to offer. Obviously, I'm not expecting much, but if we do surprise people, I'll be excited as hell. But I'm thinking 5-11, and 6-10 and 10 best, honestly. Um, obviously, it could get a lot worse, and if they were to surprise people, I'd be very happy. But a lot of holes, a lot of holes. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I'm not going to be a homer about it. There's a lot of holes, and if some people hit their potential, could they have a better year? Yeah, but it will take a lot for that to actually happen. Like you mentioned, the first six weeks is going to be brutal. There's still some building to be done. Right. And, like, you would think at some point one of these Belichick disciples have to work out at some point. And and also also – I want to see this team build if 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 they towards the end of the season play better there's a bright future next season well that's something I mean we talked about that before about like pick get a coach stick with a coach pick a coach and build with it don't change a coach every two years and the Giants aren't an organization that's going to do that basically at the end of the day they got to rebuild the program and we're in year three of that rebuild Slash year one because we have a whole new coaching staff. But right. yes, I mean they did fire the last guy, but I mean that, that needed to be done. Right. Let's see what what do you what do you think? Um, I it's a strange year because we said it before. Right. It's like we're judging it based on photos of people from a distance and just basically reading about what's going on on the field and how are how's the team going to adjust to it a new system completely new system offensive and defensively and special teams wise um you know based on zoom calls you know Mm -hmm. um and then on top of that to kind of add to that as well um you have the other side of it where you know you know Danny you guys were mentioning the Belichick thing right but right. why can't he be a Harbaugh Harbaugh is a special teams coach right and look i would at what take, he did I, in, in Baltimore he's comp- right completely let's let's face it how many years have we all said hey he needs to get out of there he needs to get out of there but let's face it they're keeping him for a long time i mean he right. was gone like i thought they, they said he was gone and right. then he wasn't 
Right. He was gone, and then yeah. out of nowhere, showed up again one day. Yeah, I don't. But it was like more of a Lewis, Paul but Bar, good. They they already had the good culture because of Ozzy Newsom. So yeah, it's it's a little bit. I I get what you're saying, and I I agree with your sentiment of him being a special teams coach. But we also got to realize with that situation, they already had that structure and team. And Bart Scott has mentioned it all the time on whatever station he's on. He's always mentioned it, that guys actually hated him so much. And then they they saw that this guy is a real guy. This is not a fake guy. And we hope that happens again with Judge. And it seems to be the right players are feeding into it like the Shepherds, the Barclays, the Daniel Joneses, and the other veteran-like players that, like, if you're going to build a team around, those are the guys. And they haven't said boo about how good or bad this system has been, this coaching staff has been. And that's what you need for a, for a program to get built up. So, yeah, let, let's let's hope, hope he's good. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's all I'm looking for. Let's just be good. Yeah, let's just be competent. Just, um, just he's not gonna be take in penalty. the games every year. Right, right. Just be in the games and just... I want meaningful... Not meaningful, but uh, I want to watch a November game and be like, like all right. football version of meaningful September baseball. <laughs> right. Right now, I want meaningful November games. Okay. Not like the season's over before Halloween. I think that the here's, like here's, the, here's the thing, though. Here's the deal, right? This is Gettleman's last season. If you it's would a ba- say. If it's a failure of a season. Really? Yes. A, I mean, it, then he's gone. I mean, they're not. That's the thing. You bring in a new open. GM, GM brings in his own coach. I know. Like, that just sounds yeah. like a... Let's be I, I, fair. I think the next GM is going to be uh, Kevin Abrams, the basically the assistant to. Get so that it's the same kind of regime, and you just. Well, no. Well, it's the Giants. He's been around forever. He's basically he was the he was the GM before Gettleman took over, between Reese and him. For well, those, like we could also just... go the Browns route and pick some guy from a different sport, like Lou Lemonello's <laughs> son, and have him come and run the Giants. No, we need him to run the Islanders. Yeah, but he's going to come do the analytics like the Browns do took both. the Met guy. <laughs> I I just don't – if you're going to fire the GM this year, which I'm not – I mean, I've said what things about Dave Gettleman. I don't, I don't love him in, in general. But, like, then you're just starting this whole thing over again. And then it's a GM and a coach on the, on different pages and different timelines. Right. And it's, just, it's, it's, it's not something you want. That's not – a, a you know a structured organization that's not what you're looking for what you're trying to build right so you might want to i mean stick with the gm i mean if they're expecting to you know be successful this year or he's gone then he's gone like, I don't... what sucks is next offseason they're gonna have to extend saquon barkley that's also that's what sucks so right, we he's going into that's... he's going into his fourth year next year so that'll be option. That'll be year before option here. Right. Well, then you have to pick up the option, and then he's probably gonna want a new deal, and then we're gonna go. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, think they're gonna, I think they're gonna just extend him next season and just not have to worry about it, unless he has a colossal bad year and hurt and 
God was, forbid. Let's think. He was kind of hurt last year, and like he was fine, but they also he still stunk, gave so. you a thousand yards. I mean, right. yeah, was, the guy, the guy he, played. He kind of on an the guy, the guy basically, yeah. the guy basically played 15, fourteen games, thirteen games, and still gave you a thousand yards. That's, I mean, you right. take that any year injury. out of a running back, so especially with the offensive line. Rushed, and he rushed back. He he didn't have to come back, but right. he did. And he should have, like, let's be, let's call it what it was. But he wasn't the explosive guy that he was rookie year. But he was also, it was a bad ankle, right? That was the injury. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't. It's tough to, to judge that, and their offensive line stinks. But that's kind of the issue with having drifted a running back fourth overall. But right. That's neither here nor there. You you extend them, and they'll they'll figure that part out. Did you guys see this, that it's snowing right now in Denver? I saw the uh, alerts on. I didn't realize. Yeah, I saw the forecast, but I didn't actually know it was happening. It was 80 degrees yesterday, and now it's 94 yesterday was the high they hit in some parts of Denver. And And now now they're having a snowstorm. Yep. It's just that. That's the (laughs) definition of global warming right there. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck that. Hearing <laughs> two to six inches, and fucking. But um, let's probably... finish. Let's let's talk about the NFC East before we go go around uh, the other divisions. There's hockey on Labor Day, and it's snowing in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> right. So obviously, like the, we Giants all are, the Giants are going to finish their third or fourth place at best, because honestly, Denver, Philly, and Dallas are the teams. Yeah, and it's not even a close to competition with the Giants and the uh, football team in D.C. They're they're jockeying for third place because the first two places, that second team's going to make the playoffs now because that there's three wild cards this year, so people got to remember that. So it's really going to be neck and neck which team doesn't choke at the end of the year between the Cowboys and Eagles. And for the most part, it's been the Eagles not choking away so okay okay i want to see what mccarthy does with the cowboys me too i love mike i hope he does well i have a question Fuck that guy. about the playoff format because i i keep i've been thinking about it all day and i don't understand how it's going to work so basically the wait there's a new playoff up, format right yeah, so there's, they, yeah, they added wild, a wild card team yeah to the football so, so there's only one team the, the one seed only has the wild uh the bye week right so but then once you get past that, there's it's the normal week. Okay, so no. it's going to be two versus seven, three versus yes. six, four versus five. Oh, and then you have three teams left in the body. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Then you're down yeah. to whatever you're supposed to be down to. Okay. Okay. Now I get it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I get it. For yeah. some reason in my head, they kept, there was always four teams left, and in the bye, I was like, this doesn't work out, math-wise. No, there's only three teams left. Okay. Right. Okay. It, this is why you didn't pursue accounting. See, Probably. The, the, thing yeah. the, the thing with the Cowboys is... Also, I've been tired all day. I told you. <laughs> the thing with the Cowboys is they're, they're that, the, the prototypical every-other-year team under Garrett. Does that happen again with McCarthy and with Dak on a contract year? It's it's really going to be interesting to see. This is their last chance of getting. Back. This is this is the year that he's got to prove it too, because McCarthy doesn't he run the get ball. Franchise tagged again, and then first off, yeah, McCarthy doesn't run the ball. The we learned that. We learned McCarthy doesn't like running the ball. 
Well, I mean, it's it's a, it well, depends he, on. Well, he's never had a running back like Zeke Elliott, so there's also the difference. But me, the one he time had that Ryan he, Grant, the one time that he sort of had a running back that was decent, Ryan Grant, Eddie Lacy had like 1,300 well, yards, yeah, and they Eddie ran the ball. He's nowhere near the. He's not Zeke, back. I know, but like when they had a competent running back, they gave him the ball. That's right. what I'm. That's what right, I'm saying. Right. But I did. I, I was listening to. Uh, I don't know, Danny. If you listen to part of my take today, but the guy who was they had on was saying that. Um, over like the pe- course of the past ten years, Jason Garrett's offenses have been like number f- the fourth most run heavy on early downs, and McCarthy's like number one pass heavy on early downs. Right. So and Dak's gonna get his shot. He's gonna to, to make his money. I I've thought I thought last year. I still think now the Cowboys are an eight and eight team at minimum. Like everything else goes wrong. They're eight and eight. Right. They'll have the that decent one game, coach now and, and the last some, second. Yeah, yeah, I it's think the they're at least a 10-win team. If they minimize the last second losses, which they didn't do last season, they would have been in the playoffs, and they would have made it a run. Um, it's it's really with the Eagles, they're such a frustrating team to watch because they'll look like, they'll have games where it was just like, that's not the Eagles. They, they'll lose to the Giants and the Washington football team with no problem right now. And then other games, they'll like be world beaters and like this team's gonna win the Super Bowl kind of thing. It, can Carson Wentz stay healthy for once? Can the his weapons stay healthy for once for him to actually make another run and actually have him make the run is the biggest question mark. That's why I think Dallas is gonna win the division finally. But I really love their coach. Peterson is one of those coaches that they're that team just molded around the head coach, and you gotta love to see that. And hopefully, the Giants are in that conversation in years to come because of their head coach. Is Carson Wentz the best quarterback in the division? See, that's a billion dollar question because technically, Alex Smith is okay. I see. I don't hate, I, I don't hate Dak. I really don't hate Dak. Neither do I. But. I think at, I we're think going Dak beats, gets a lot more shit than he deserves. If we're and going I think top of his game, I think Carson's Cowboys quarterback. If you're oh, yeah. looking at top of game, you're right, Vin. Carson it's is the Carson. best one. The thing is, is that a couple years ago when Zeke was suspended, Dak did nothing. Yeah, yeah but the whole team was. But you bad. could also say that about a lot of quarterbacks. How many good quarterbacks have looked? Look at look at the end of Elway's career. He had Terrell Davis basically leading his team, right? Hayden, right. Hayden had the running game in defense think, in Denver, you know? Like, you need that running back to open up. Like, you know, as the record didn't show it, but Eli and Daniel Jones both put up decent numbers because, you know, the threat was Barkley at the end of the day. Right. I do want to – I would love to see what Dak would have been on another team and not have the Cowboy overhyped slash overhate situation and see where he would be like if he was on that random team that no one hates or likes just right. like that down the middle team like i would love to see what kind of quarterback he is because love him or hate him the cowboys are going to be overrated or underrated depending which lens you look at them at you know what i mean because and, and like i would can't... love to see, i would love to see i'm sorry i would love right. to they have the weapon they have the weapons for and they Dak to be a top quarterback. They got CD Lamb wearing eighty-eight. That's all you need to know. They they paid um. 
What's his and name? Like Gallup. Gallup. They have they, Gallup. They, 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 paid they paid Cooper. Cooper. Like, I don't. I can't imagine what it must be like to be the quarterback and the coach of the Cowboys and just have a madman in charge who just says things randomly on a radio show oh, Monday morning. For sure. Like, it can't be easy. I, I think, I think Dak, I think to Dak's benefit, I ultimately, I think Dak's more underrated than overrated because well, like, of the hate. I, I, I think I agree with that. But like, we talk about Dak, you said Dak being in the different spot, like, would he be Andy Dalton or would he be Matt Ryan? Like, I, I think it's closer to Matt Ryan, but I don't know. And and that's fair. And I'm and, talking, obviously, peaks, you know, playoff Andy Dalton. Well, you know, right. getting to the playoffs Andy Dalton. I, 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 I just need to see with the new offense, maybe he puts it together and yeah. they make a run. Um, see, Talent see, is there, for sure. Like, they got the weapons as much as obviously I, I quote unquote hate them because of the Cowboys, but just because the Giants are out of it, like I'm being objectively like there's no reason why the Cowboys don't win the division year in and year out. And maybe with the new culture of a new coaching staff, they unfortunately might do it now. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting with that division. Uh, you want to get to the NFC North real quick since it's your, your Packers, man? I mean, sure. Yeah, we can we can talk about it. Um, like, this division Lions. is the most... Yeah, <laughs> this division is the most confusing division, I think, possibly in the whole NFL. Here's, here's the thing with that division. Here's the thing with that division. It's always going to be the Packers and Vikings, and then maybe the Lions will sneak in and be decent. Or the the Bears can possibly because their defense could do it. I, it's I can't see it. We didn't even talk, Danny. You didn't even mention the most underrated pickup for the Giants in Logan Ryan. Oh yeah, we 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 didn't want to. Yeah, that's a good call with that. But honestly, at the end of the day, if you if if a tree falls down in a woods, do you actually hear it? Kind of thing. They did ask him about. Buying Saquon's number from him—that was that, hilarious. That, that was funny. Yeah. He, he goes, "Yeah, that's too expensive." Yeah. Um, no thanks. Right. Um. So let's 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 talk about the NFC, uh, NFC North. It's is it is it Aaron's last hurrah, like the media is trying to make it as, or do you think he has another year left in Green Bay? And how, depending on how it ends season-wise, what happens next season. So, on, it's year two under McFlora, uh, LaFleur, right? It is. It's going to be interesting year two with McFlora, uh, LaFleur, I'm sorry, on how how the offense gels. Obviously, everybody's really pissed off that they didn't improve the team, obviously, with their first-round draft pick and getting a project quarterback. So on and so forth. Um, just like, what's your temperature? Obviously, like us, we haven't seen the actual team play other than a televised scrimmage that the Giants didn't show formations or anything. So you didn't really get a look of what exactly is going on. But uh, what do you, what's your takeaway for your hopes for the two, 2020 Green Bay Packers? Uh, I don't know. I... I I go up and down. I 
I'm pessimistic. I'm optimistic. It's pretty clear. So, like, they, they just extended Kenny Clark, um, their their nose tackle, uh, well, maybe last week, two weeks ago. Since we've been on, last time I was on. And the cap hit was backloaded. And it okay. was backloaded after the next two years. Now, there are one of two things. One... They're expecting a significant other cap hit to come off after two years. Oh, or yeah. the cap is supposed to go up and there's a new TV deal coming. That's the other thing people were saying. That's the optimistic view. The pessimistic view is they drafted a quarterback in the first round who's the third-string quarterback. They drafted a running back in the second round who's the third-string running back. They signed a receiver who opted out. They signed a right tackle who's not that great and a stopgap and hurt. And I guess the plan is maybe they drafted John Runyon, so maybe at some point he moves into a, a starting role. He apparently has looked good. Let's um, go. I know. The from what I, I've heard from camp, and I, I also tweeted this, and it's very much one of those, um, you know, best shape of my life kind of things. But they, everybody says Rodgers is in a, better, a good mood. Everybody says he looks as good as he's looked in a while. Um, he's using – they're saying he's using the middle of the field more. I didn't notice that as a thing that he wasn't doing before, but apparently a lot of the other people did. Uh, he says he watched some tape from the 2010 season and found some things he was doing wrong. I don't know. I've long – and this is probably the last two years – Really showed last year, though. If you right. look at any big play they had, even I mean, we were at the we were all at the Giant game. They had a big play in that game. It was on he they. It was a big play, but it was underthrown. Every big play they had, the receiver has to come back to the ball. He does not have the arm strength he used to have. He's broken his collarbone twice now, so it's it's just not there. Right. So it really is a shame been, that they've only gone to one Super Bowl with him. I know. And he's never been technically sound. So if he's getting more technically sound now, it's like, this is like a pitcher. This is like CC becoming a, a pitcher instead of a thrower. You know, right. he's getting to that point. Now, if, you know, he figures things out and is back to being, like, I'll be the first to admit, he was not himself last year. Him not being himself is still a top 10 quarterback. Right. But he wasn't, you know, this is a 10-win team that won 13 games last year. And I still, they haven't done anything to their roster. So I still feel that way. They're a 10-win team that should win the division. But I, I don't think, like, there's any chance they're going to beat the Niners or there's any, really probably any chance they're going to beat the Saints. So they'll probably win the division because the Vikings have no secondary. And But I the Vikings think... also, I'm sorry, the Vikings also have a solid enough defense that they could get to Rodgers a little bit. They do. So, I mean, the Ngakwe pickup is big, but they like all their corners are all and arguably the big. most underrated defensive end in the whole league with Hunter. So, and their linebackers are studly. Yeah. So, but they also yeah. lost Linval Joseph, and they signed right. somebody to replace him, and he opted out. So they like they they kind of don't have a run stopper in the middle. It's listen, the Vikings are good. I I think that the Packers are better. Both times we, they played them. They kind of manhandled their offensive line. 
and the Smith brothers kind of just took over the game. I, I'm more excited for the Packers defense than anything else at the moment. I mean, I, I, I love their pass rush. I, like I mentioned before, the linebacking core is not great, but I love their secondary. I love their pass rush. Another year, Rashawn Gary. Uh, he's apparently looks great at camp. Again, these are things that I, I am hearing. Is all the beat writers are saying. Right. We don't know. But I, and I, I have a good example enough. That. It's not going to be yeah. a bad season. Like I have a good example with that, with the Giants. Because they, they showed on two scrimmages on NBC4 like the day after it actually happened. And you, you, you go to Twitter and some beat writers are making sound like uh, Lorenzo Carter had five, quote unquote, five sacks, and like, oh yeah, he looked. Like it would have had everybody's joking like he's modern day LT, and then you flip it on the next day, and it was like, all right, they're not, they're playing two hand touch, like we we got to slow down here, you know right. what I mean? So, so I, I mean, basically what they like what this. Uh, training camp was was what Rashawn Gary was always good at. He's just a talented freak of an athlete right. who can beat people off the line. Uh, right. Can he do it in a game? I don't think he he ever never looked bad. But like again, I, the Packers like philosophy has never been to go all in. It's like they're rebuilding and building, being good and just getting in, but also building for the future at the same all at the same time. Like they. Drafted Rashawn Gary, but also spent all their free agency money on a pass rush. So it's, I, you know, it, how much is he even going to get on the field? Are they going to go with, uh, quote on, you know, to, to quote the old Giants, a NASCAR package? He's on with, it's, it's the two of them and him and Kenny Clark, and they're just going after quarterbacks. That sounds great. I don't know if that's going to happen. Right. Um, I think the real wild card of that division is the Bears, especially with their defense. Can they get literally anything out of Trevinsky or Nick Foles? And if they do, they make a run for that wild card and, dare I say, a division. Because we sort two seasons ago of that formula. Can yeah. they just have any sort of any sort of offensive stability? If they get any sort of stability, they're back into the playoff on and their defense could literally carry them to an NFC Championship game. I, we've, we we've seen it. We've seen it. What that defense can possibly yeah. do? It's just I don't know how quick they're going to be to pull the the hook on Mitch. Right. And I think that you know it needs to be pulled. But if you're that guy trying to save your job, you got to at least give this guy a little bit of a shot right. so that you, when you can make your move of Nick Foles. Right. If they get the the Trubisky from two seasons ago, I, I they they could be very dangerous because they got the running game and they got the wide receivers. It's just the quarterback, obviously the most important position. And they have Jimmy show. Graham. <laughs> they have Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Vince Boy. They have like eight tight ends or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not really. The Bears. I'll be honest. The Bears don't scare me. I I can't. No, and and that's that's fair. But the Bears, could if come they have any sort of offense, they'll be in that hunt. Sure. And then the Lions are just the Lions. Will it be the year yeah. that Patricia finally gets that program up and running? I don't see it. But the Lions, to be honest, usually scare me more than the Bears do because, like, I, there's always a chance Matt Stafford could just. 
you know. I know. But it's basically him and that's it's it. Just, it's him and Marvin Jones and, and then some praying. That's it. And, and Galladay. Oh, yeah, Kenny Galladay, too. So they have some. I mean, again, it, this and has been a lion. So. But then they find a way to beat themselves. It's just always what happens. And, right. You know. AP. Jesus. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident in a playoff spot at least. You know, especially with even with especially with adding one now. Right. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. Right. The only question is, now we we move down to we'll do the South and we'll do the 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 West. Um. Which one do you want to go to? The South or the West? The, I'm gonna well, do. You want to do the rest really quick because I think it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I th- but I think all four teams could be good, and like the last place team could be like seven and nine, eight and eight, and you're just like, if they're in another division, they would have won the division with no problem. That this would be the classic year of that for that division. And I, yeah. I mean, I think the Niners are the class of the of the NFC to me. The Seahawks are probably going to be good, and you're right. The Cardinals and the Rams are probably, you know, good teams. But I don't think I don't think either makes the playoffs. Right. The Seahawks probably will. Yeah, no, the Seahawks should should make the playoffs as long as they let their franchise quarterback, you know, throw ball. Right. Play. Just let. Yeah. Just let Russell Wilson do Russell Wilson things, and you should be fine. I guess the South is probably more interesting because, like, I mean, I think the Saints are good, but you know, what do you guys think of the Bucks? Are are we buying in to the Tom Brady? I think the most underrated move they made was bringing in Josh Rosen. Why? This kid's now going to learn behind Tom Brady. Even Brady signed for two years. So even if he, this kid comes in and only play, and Brady plays for one, and this kid's going to learn, now he finally has somebody to learn from. He didn't I, have that in Arizona. He didn't have that in Miami. I, mean, I, I, I think with... I, I don't know. I, I think with Tampa, they built this team for a win-now situation. So... Their defense is pretty solid, like, I think, with a couple pieces here and there. Sure. Todd Bowles doing a good job. Todd Bowles is a very solid – he might not be the best head coach, but he certainly is a great defensive coordinator. And Arians is going to get players going. It's like, can Brady stay upright and Brady adjust to a new play style? Because we all know Bruce Arians' style. Can he can a forty something year old play that style of uh, of offense? We've seen it already with Carson Palmer a couple of years ago, but and he couldn't do it. <laughs> and he yeah he, he first couple of years he was fine with it, and then it just it just fell off. Right. So the they have the weapons obviously they have the two running backs now with Fournette and uh, Jones, um, but. What did Grok need that year off? Can Grok stay healthy, obviously? And then Godwin and Evans just throw it up. You don't even have to be accurate. You just throw it eight feet in the air, and both of them are going to come down with it. So I think Brady's going to be fine just because of the weapons, not because of Tom Brady. Like, Brady doesn't 
Brady just needs to be adequate and just get the wide receivers the ball and just be Tom Brady, you know? So the real question is, is this the last year for the Saints? It, it really, we've been saying it the last couple of years, but I think it's starting to slowly lose some steam for them to be the perennial uh, division champs. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints can can they do it another year? I think they said they're about to get the deal done with Kamara. Yeah, I saw that as well. Today. So that's good. Um, if right, they didn't who, have a twenty-one million dollar back the ball quarterback, if Breeze, you know, comes out there this year, has a good year, but then it's like, you know what, I'm done. Well, they paid sixteen million dollars for a backup quarterback because they think Gates. he's a good quarterback. Yeah, Jameis. Yeah, but they only gave him a year. Well, I meant Taysom Hill, but they do have Jameis, too. <laughs> um, Taysom yeah. Hill would be the best flex fantasy player in any league that allows quarterbacks to be a flex. And then... Yeah, I'm just going to get Josh Cribbs and hope he runs one back. That's, <laughs> that's and, then, uh, and then the Falcons could be that... that... The Falcons are the most frustrating team in the league. They really are. Because there's no reason for that team not to make the playoffs every year, and just they don't. Um, this year it's going to be interesting. Obviously, they got the wide receiver weapons. What can Todd Gurley just stay healthy and they actually give him the ball, unlike what the Rams didn't do last season? Because, like, the games the Rams actually gave them the ball, they looked competent, and they looked like the Super Bowl team from the previous year. And then right. they just gave but them can a But Kenny hold up with getting the right. ball that much. Right, right. I understand why they did it, but right. it was frustrating, especially having Todd Gurley in a couple of fantasy teams. <laughs> and it was just like, he seems to be okay. Why aren't you just giving him the ball kind of thing? And yeah. it's one of those things. So it's going to be interesting with new scenery and I guess you could say better wide receiver weapons. Maybe obviously Julio Jones is better than all the receivers in LA, but they're more comparable to the second uh, Ridley's more of the class of like the Cooper cups and woods and all those other guys. So I don't know since he's not the focal point of the offense, maybe he'll surprise a couple of people and they'll be in the talk of the wildcard team. But obviously, that division's too stacked up to be anything. And then I'm not expecting much out of the Panthers, even though you have Christian McCaffrey. Teddy could be okay, but it's, it's like pretty much what's going on with the Giants and Joe Judge. Matt Rule is a first-year head coach in the NFL. It's really going to stack up against him, especially against that division. It's just unfortunately not going to happen. So. Yeah, I, if you look just looking through the national, and I keep going to the National League, the NFC, like, the Redskins are going to be terrible, and the Lions are probably going to be pretty bad. Outside of that, like, I don't think anybody's going to be, you know, or people will have bad records because that's just, you know, the way it is. Somebody has to win, somebody has to lose, but I don't think anybody's going to look awful. Like, the Panthers, like you said, Teddy's at least, you know, passable. They have Christian McCaffrey. They signed Robbie Anderson. So, like, their offense, they still have DJ Moore. Their offense should be decent. 
Um, and 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 we said with the the West teams, or you know, the Cardinals improved, and you know, the Rams are pretty good. I I think those are all six or seven win teams that won't win that many games because somebody has to lose. But I I think it's a pretty competitive, you know, pretty competitive conference all around. Right, and we need. Right. It's it's just at the end of the day, what is that second place team, maybe a third place team in one of these divisions make the wild card? Like well, what, I think you probably get like somebody's second place. We're talking about all these divisions and we've basically talked about two teams in each that has a real shot, right? Dallas, Philly, Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, San Francisco, and Tampa, New Orleans. One of those six, you know, eight. One of those eight teams isn't making the playoffs, right? I, you, you know, is it Philly? Maybe. Is it you know Green Bay or Minnesota? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's it, it's going to be a very competitive, you know, mix for that last spot. Right, and I think they're definitely clearly better than the AFC. I could be wrong, but I, I, I think as an NFC well guy, I think I think it's more competitive in the NFC. I think the Chiefs and the Ravens, and we'll get to them, are the two best teams in the league. But after that, there's a drop off. Right, there's a huge drop off. More well rounded. AFC, yes. Huge drop off. Yeah, for sure. So, Uh, all right, Uh, which division in the AFC you guys want to talk about first? Might as well go with the East. Um, for the first time in a mess. What a mess. 20, yeah, first time in 20 years, the AFC East might not go through the Patriots, even though it probably will end up being that way because might, yeah. Cam is very pissed off and Belichick's going to play his mind games with everything. But we, we don't know if Cam's healthy. We, we have no idea how healthy Cam is. Everybody says his shoulder's healthy. I mean, it's tough to, you know, I don't know if what is what or his ankle you know, or his ankle's healthy. If if Cam's fully healthy, again, he's the best quarterback in the division. I am not a Josh Allen believer. I mean, yeah, he's got a big arm, but I, I don't Yeah, I think believe once in him. Josh Allen does the smaller things, he's going to be unstoppable, but I don't think it's going to be this year. And it yeah. might not ever be any ever. It might but, never. He might but, just be Philip Rivers. Like <laughs> it might just be that. But the potential is there for him to just sure. ball out. But uh, and I don't even count the 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 Jets or Dolphins. They're at least a year or two away for both franchises. And it's a disservice for the Jets, man. This was. Supposed to be win now year for Donald. Everybody was hoping for it, and he literally has next to nothing, no weapons wide receiver wise. Uh, maybe Mims shows up and breaks out, and everybody gets excited. For but no one excites me on the Jets. Maybe a second year with Le'Veon Bell, and they actually use him for what he's supposed to be. Doesn't sound to be that way because Gase does not like running backs. It's not really his style, but I don't know with the Jets. It's it's going to be interesting to see with the Jets that like 
it's pretty much if as long as Darnold stays healthy, maybe they sneak a couple games here and there. But I don't know. I'm not excited about the Jets or no. the Dolphins. And it, and what's his face? Fitzpatrick. What's his and Tua? Tua is not even starting. So Tua is not starting. No, Fitzpatrick starting. So we know that means he could easily be starting week two because Fitzpatrick throws. Like, it's one of those the weird right. things with Fitzpatrick. He'll throw five picks or right. he'll throw five touchdowns. Well, you and... get a Fitzmagic game in there and they'll win. Then right. They'll, go, they'll win. They'll go two and one. And then he'll go back to being bad. And then Tua will come in and right. it'll take, I don't know. And then does season. Tua, like, the thing with Tua, does he have that magic carpet ride of that possibility? But I think it's really, what it boils down to it, it's a Patriots division until we see elsewise, but right. the Bills could they could them because they really are an underrated team. They really are. Uh, McDermott might be one of the most underrated coaches in the league. It's been argumented about it, and you could really prove it. With them, is it's going to be interesting to see if no fans in the crowd. Yeah, that extra that. home field advantage, what exactly happens? Because going up to Buffalo is a different animal. Mm-hmm. We all know it. Um, Losing Bills Mafia is, is I think it's going to yeah. be more significant than, than right. Think. But is it a breakout year that uh, for Josh Allen, like what Lamar was last year? It's very possible. And the Patriots are not that unbeatable Patriots that you and me grew, grew up and knowing our whole football life. You know what I mean? Right. It's, so there's, there looks to be a chink mortal. in the armor. They're right? definitely mortal unless yeah. Cam Newton turns into 2015 Cam Newton, where the Panthers only lost one game during the regular season. Yeah. I mean, so like if Cam's pissed and they, and they have Cam from 2015, uh, they're winning the division and they might, Make a run in the playoffs, and it wouldn't surprise me if they play the charge the Chiefs and find a way to upset them. Obviously, I mean, that would unlikely because the Chiefs I really just, hope not. <laughs> the Chiefs are just like stupid, annoying. They're like a Madden code. Yeah. Um. All right. So we obviously feel that the Pats are gonna probably until all elsewise. That's their division. Until but, yeah. Until proven otherwise. They have the best coach, and if he's healthy, they have the best quarterback. I, right. So right. I'm going to go with them until I'm I'm proven otherwise. Right. Okay. I'm glad we agree with that. Um, another tough division is the North. See what the North is. Does Big Ben play? If Big Ben plays, it's a completely different scenario. Very much. And it's – granted – it is the Ravens' division to lose because of how good Lamar Jackson can be. Oh, well, I should say how great Lamar Jackson can be because, yeah, Lamar Jackson is a game-changer running the ball, and he does make certain throws. Really with Lamar Jackson is can he win a big game in the playoffs? That's the biggest question because they've, the play- they've gotten to the playoffs with him being electric, both years and then completely shit the bed both playoff games and they're both home games and that's the biggest like 
all right, it'd be one thing if they go to a ruckus road game like in New England, for example, or Kansas City, and they completely shit the bed. That would be one thing. But both home game, both playoff games were home games, and it was yes. just yikes. What did they lose to the? They lost to the they Titans got this up, year. They, it was the first time. Yeah, Titans was this year, and the, was it it is, the Chargers, right? Yes, I feel like yes, it was Phil Rivers. Yes. Philip yeah, Rivers yeah. and he threw a bunch of picks and Baltimore was crawling for uh, Joe Flacco. The f- remaining moments of Joe Flacco's Ravens career. So, yeah, they they Lamar needs to have a good playoff run to have anything. Um, this is basically Big Ben's last stand. If you really think about it, it's I, yeah. it's if he stays healthy, can they make it? They got their, the running their, game. Their defense is good enough. Like, oh, it's the, not gonna, yeah. yes, very good. Their their defense is very good. They they had two guys with ten, over ten sacks with uh, Watt and uh, Dupree. Their their defense is solid. They got, they got, uh, they got what's his name, Patrick. the middle yeah. linebacker. Devin, was it Devin Bush? Yes, they got Bush yeah. as well. They're very solid. The mm-hmm. Giants are going to have a long long offense. Yeah. Is have a long night on Monday night. Um. Then the Browns, uh, I know it was everybody's darlings last year, but no, no, yeah, I know, yeah, no, but they do have (laughs) the weapons just if they get it clicking, like they could be that third wild card if if something goes right, but it's the Cleveland Browns, so never. And unfortunately, last place, unless Joe Burrow just has his LSU senior year, excuse me, unless they have Joe Burrow's senior year, from LSU, which is un- unlikely in the NFL, um, they'll be definitely better than what they were last year because hopefully AJ Green stays healthy and they play and Joe Mixon stays healthy, but they still suck. So they're going to easily be the last place team. I just hope they don't kill Joe Burrow and his spirit and his talent right, right. away. Like AJ stay healthy, Mixon like, play good. Thing, him and is like, Easily be Baker Mayfield. He could easily he be. He could. Baker. Well, like, you, are, have you given up on Baker? Like, are you done? No, no, it's not. A, it's not a giving up on Baker. No, it's I, like how fun Baker was going into the draft, and like how great, he, good he was in college. Obviously, Burrow stat-wise was hundred light years better than what Mayfield was, but sure. you could just see Baker was just a beaten man. And, like, you knew it. We said it last year. The amount of commercials that Baker had last year for being a 500 team, it was just like, oh, this is going to be a rude awakening. It's it's just going to be a rude awakening. And hopefully Baker steps back from what he needs to do and be a good quarterback. We've seen it before. It's I'm not giving up on Baker, but the fat lady is humming. Especially him being a Cleveland she's, Brown. She's gargling on the side yeah, getting ready. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely a make or break year, especially being a first round draft uh, first pick overall. And it's not completely all his fault. This is his third coach, right? Yeah, third coach. I think, yeah. So <laughs> you can't really blame him, but he, he he's completely he he does get a little blame, but a little yeah. bit. And then the, the the Bengals or whatever. All right, so you want to go west or you want to go south? Uh, let's go south. 
All right. So the South, obviously the Jaguars are clearly in the rebuild, even though big, uh, <laughs> Minshew obviously said the right words the other day. He's saying, fun. He's, 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 fun he's fun, but, but they they're stink. Place. They, they stink. They're they clearly, might, they might get the first pick. I think they think yeah, their heads that way. They're clearly rebuilding. Um, then what do we got? We got the Titans. Uh, we got the Titans. I have no faith in the Titans. I'm not a Tannehill fan. I, I don't. I don't think he can do it again. I mean, he looked very good in the in at the end of last season. He didn't have to do much in the playoffs, but he, you know, I think they had to I th- do. I think with Vrabel and Derek Henry, I like being, Vrabel, yeah, I, agree. I think with their defense and running game. I think Tenhill is the perfect quarterback for that system. You're not going to get the over flashy 500 yards passing or receiving. I mean, throwing or whatever, but they'll do enough to win. So I don't, I don't hate the Titans. I'm really excited to see what the Colts are with uh, <laughs> Phil Rivers. Cause let's yes. face it. They were screwed. They were, they got screwed last year. Let, let's say they very much did. Because they were going to be in contention, going to be in contention with Andrew Luck, and then like the third preseason game, he decides that he's going to retire. That's, That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then your season's basically shot. Because granted, let's be fair, the quarterback, uh, like the quarterback play is from like top five quarterback now to the bottom tier of the actual sure. league. Granted, I like him as a quarterback. But, I do too, no. but he wasn't. But, yeah, yeah. But they do have the back, good offense line that Philip Rivers hasn't had the bunch of couple years, and they have the running game to go with it. I, and I, deep, I think they're gonna win the division this year. Just I for, don't know. I really like Philip Rivers. I do. I it, I think I it's think just I've seen him throw just one too many. Red zone, not even red zone, end zone interceptions when his team needs to feel going there on the 40-yard line. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, I, we, I know you live by the sword, you die by the sword, but just for once have some, you know, have a conscience for me. Just once. Fair enough. And and the Houston Texans. But the Houston Texans traded their best player for a, an old running back. He's not old, I know. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, but running he's backs in this up. league being yeah, up. but it's David, you know, David Johnson's his use as a running back life I think is on no. the backside at least, right. and they gave up their best playmaker for him. But they still have they still have Deshaun Watson. And... They have the best quarterback in the division. But That's... all you need to know is that playoff game. Yeah, they won the first round. Yippee! But the second round. The Chiefs gave them a 24-point cushion, just, and they still lost by 20 points. They like faked a punt up by 20 or something. I, I mean, it, I can't yeah. stand Bill O'Brien. Uh, yeah, Bill O'Brien's the worst. He, he, I'm sure he's a great guy, but he, he is the worst. He's just bad. Like, this is going to be his last year, the Texans, unless they win the division or That's they... The yeah, you're right. But, like, I think they're going to win, probably win 10 games just because Deshaun Watson's that good. Right, right. And and Deshaun Watson should, if in a better situation, it would be 
Earth wins. He's definitely earning earned his money. I've liked him since college. So it's just one of those things. That division, it should be the he Texans. He just got paid, too. So good yeah, it should be the Texans. But we know, we've seen it before, the Titans or the Colts could easily find a way to win the division. And the Colts were 7-9 and nine last year. So Andrew Luck, if it was Andrew Luck playing, they would so, easily so- win. Jacoby Brissett wasn't as bad as we thought. (laughs) Right, right. They were that adequate. All right. Imagine if we had Andrew Luck and he didn't quit on us, like, a couple days, or we had Brissett, like, day one. All right, this is our guy. This is our guy. This is our guy. Maybe it would have been different. But this could be, we said how weak the AFC is. This could be a three-playoff team division. Yeah, it it easily can, and then this is obviously uh, this is obviously obviously the easiest division of all is the Kansas City Chiefs. Unless as long as Patrick Mahomes doesn't like knee ruptures his knee, God forbid. I love watching him play, but this division is so mediocre, and the Chiefs are so good that it's. Like let's let's see what would be the best way like the analogy I guess it would be like uh, how the Colts were when Peyton Manning was when Peyton was the uh, running shot with the Colts like all right they're gonna win the ten to twelve games because their division is so oh well the AFC East I guess with the yeah. Patriots it's just like, like all right they're gonna well, everybody's rebuilding now the Chargers are on a rebuild. I like the direction the Chargers and the Broncos are going, but they're not there yet. Right. And the Raiders are the Raiders. So, like, they should walk to their division title. Right. And I think, like I said before, with the three teams making it out of the South, I think that's a division that only gets one playoff team, to be honest. Yeah. It's it's really going to boil down to the NFC, AFC North and the NFC, AFC and the South. Yeah. Right. The East and the West are probably just going to have their division winners. And then you kind of figure it out everybody else's way. Right. Like, I could easily see the three teams out of the north and or the three teams out of the south. It's I could easily see both scenarios happening, especially with, like I said, with the Colts with the, with the Rivers. But the Chargers should be interesting to see. I want to see how they do because, obviously, they're starting Tyrod the first couple of weeks. But... Herbert is gonna eventually start. We we know what happens then. Basically, the biggest wild card is what will the Buffalo Bills be? Can they win the division? Sneak up and win the division? If not, what will they do in the wild card? If everybody's healthy, of course. Yeah. Um. I I guess say you mentioned Tyrod. I, I would say I feel bad for him, but I feel like he just keeps like. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know when he saw him, but he keep putting himself in these situations. I think, I think with Tyrod, I, I think he realizes what he is at the moment, and it's unfortunate for him because he's not bad, but no, it is he's he's just yeah, he's, falling into spots with the first round draft picks of quarterbacks. So well, I guess you can make a living just teaching, you know, right. being a good leader and teacher. Right. And he seems and, to be you know, a good guy. Playing a good six games a year. Right. And he seems to be a good guy. Yeah, he does. I like Tyrod. Yeah, they they showed him they show him a lot during uh 
during the last couple uh, minutes left. He was like, you can tell he's like the leader of that team. During, the, uh, like I said, I didn't uh, watch it during like the social yeah. justice segment of it. Yeah, okay. Right. Yes. He, he, well, he had called everybody it, off like, the field. He was like, saying the stuff earlier about you know, Brianna Taylor and that and and uh, right. You know everything. Like, right. I think that so, was second episode do, do you want to do playoffs or we'll just it's whatever it's the nfl so we're gonna get you wrong anyway i'm gonna have to do playoffs all right let's just do super bowl super bowl we're just gonna jump we're into just super jumping bowl. right okay. to the super bowl uh the giants no i'm kidding um <laughs> that'd be awesome though um Always get it wrong. So, I, I've said the Saints the last couple of years, <laughs> and they they lose the most dramatic ways possible. I, I think I hate saying it, and I'll probably mush it right now. So if I mush it, I'm not sorry. Um, the Dallas Cowboys finally put it together, and they'll make it to the Super Bowl. And they lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. Because honestly, let's be real. Like, the Chiefs spotted every single team in the playoff run. And then they still found a way to win double digits all those games. Yeah. They spotted two teams, like, 20 points. And they just won both games easily. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, stupid. The, the, The Texans game, the divisional game was on NFL Network like yesterday. So I watched a little bit of it. And it's just like, like, that was such a great game. Like, like I remember Twitter reactions and our group text reactions of like, holy shit, this is going down right now. Like, holy shit. And then we saw the Chiefs just like, all right, 24 points. That's fucking yeah. nothing. No. Let's go. And then they still beat them by 20 points. That's the, the first absurd yeah. thing. Like, it like, was, they had scored 20. They got it to like 21 24 by the end of the half. It was like watching a video game, and it yeah. was like watching a basketball game, honestly. It's like just, when you turn the low, difficulty lower because you thought you were going right. to try it and then you didn't. Right. <laughs> I think it's the Chiefs' Super Bowl to lose, and, and they're going to beat the Cowboys. What do you think? I'm going to go to just to be different. I'm going to say the Ravens figure it out. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to go back with San Francisco again. I, I San Francisco, I see with San Francisco man, I, their defense is good and Garoppolo is fine. And their running game. I, I think a lot of things went right for them last year that it was just like, they blew it. I don't know. I just think they're. I think they're significantly better than anybody in the NFC. That's fair. I think the Cowboys are just gonna find a way to sneak. I in. hope so. I like. You know. I hope the Cowboys are good. As much as going... it pains me, I know. I know. I know why you like them. It's, you it's... know. I got. Listen, the cowboy. A cowboy run would be an exciting time. You know, for me. And right. For the old man. Oh but, yeah, he de- he deserves it as much as I I don't want him to hear me say it because of <laughs> our fr- friendly banter. But yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- they're eventually gonna do it. Like they're they're eventually gonna do it, and it would just go to show on how much of a crappy coach Garrett is. 
and he's one of your coaches now. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, um, that means hopefully he is a great offensive coordinator, and he doesn't want to be a head coach ever again, and he's a Giants coordinator for the next twenty years, and we win. Okay, I'll take it. But, but yeah, um, so that's our that's our football preview. The S and podcast channel. The perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. All right. So we've been we've been holding off about this for the whole episode. Um, if you're still listening to us, thank you. Um, we have to talk about how great it was the Islanders won game seven and unfortunately it doesn't mean much now since we are on to game two of the uh eastern conference finals obviously we'd all like to forget what happened game one uh it just goes to show you on how good of a team the lightning are and i think the combination of jet lag tired of a seven game series and the lightning well rested slash them being really good culminated culminated to all on big shit fest of what happened with the Islanders. Um by no means the series is over. We've seen we've seen teams have a rough game one and then kick ass game two. We've seen it plenty of times. I think the Islanders just have to trust their pro their their system and just ride and die. You just gotta figure out just got a counter punch because that's how good the lightning are and i thought we they had that in the early on in the first period when they scored the goal to make it 1-1 and it just snowballed to oblivion um i think thomas grice the first three goals weren't on thomas grice it was just perfect screenage and you gotta make the you gotta make the switch in these games so yeah um obviously game one is a game that everybody would like to forget um obviously i want to hear what you guys have to say because you're more x's and o's savvy than i am especially with the islanders but yeah there this series is long from long from over but we can potentially see the series wrapping up a lot quicker than we all expected or wanted it to be I said it last night. We need to go back to 09 and take Victor Hedman. <laughs> that guy, that guy is, you know, he is that like Nicholas Lindstrom defensive player that everybody wants. Like that guy plays 40 minutes a night. He scored a goal yesterday where he didn't even wind up all the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was just like, okay, sir, we get it. He's like the definition of the Iceland team from the second Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> right. Um they're just they're they're a good team. Um I'm hoping that it kind of was just one of those their legs were ready for the game but compared to ours cuz we just played in a gruesome series and they've been off for like a week and a half. What feels like a week and a half. Um but it's strange because all these years of just, you know, getting in these situations where it's just like, 
eh, okay, fine. The series is basically over at this point. Now it's like, okay, we have Barry Trotz. We're going to be fine. Let's, let's play game two. Right. Don't don't tell me what's happening until game two is over. Don't tell me about the series. And Vin, you and right. I talk about it. It's not really a series till every team has a home game. I know, quote unquote, they're in a bubble, whatever. But, like, still, it's not a series till every team has a home game. I, I Yeah, I mean, it's different, I guess, at this time. But, it, yeah, listen, they showed... And, and the Flyers are different teams, are are, are, are significantly different team. I'm going to go back to to the Tampa in a second. You you look through the um, the run they've had, and if you listen, Steve, I know you listen to, to Mike Carver's podcast, and if you just read things that are on Twitter, there is a significant not trying to diss the Islanders, but just like I think of the of the playing round matchups, they got the best matchup. The fly the Panthers think. And then the Caps apparently just didn't want to be there. I don't think that's true. I think they just dismantled the Caps. <laughs> I know, but I, they just dismantled the Caps. That's just what it was. And then they faced a one-seed Flyers that isn't really the one-seed. That's just what it is. Right. I mean, right. The they Flyers, yeah, they were the fourth seed. And they just played three good games, and the other teams didn't. They, that, I mean, I want to call it lucky, but that was advantageous. Now... You know, we saw that this is the team. You know, to me, Tampa's been the best team all year. They've been the best team on paper. You said Hedman. Stamkos isn't even in the lineup. But Braden Point and Kucherov Point. and Vasilevsky. Yeah. And they are, it never ends. They are right. just clearly the class of the NHL. But it, that being if said. If the Islanders are going to go down, they're they're obviously going to put up a better fight. They're going to go down fighting. They're uh, you know, you could score 15 goals in game one. It only counts as one game. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you lose in 10 overtimes by one goal or seven goals in another. It's still one in the series, and they have to take it for what it's yeah. worth and be very pissed and ready to go for tomorrow night. You can bet your ass they'll be at least ready to play on one. So the billion-dollar question is, do they go Varley for game two I... or go Grice? And we won't you find out until almost puck drop, but... Yeah. Neither goalie was at fault, I don't think. Right. There was, I don't know if you guys saw the stat, but the, the, they yeah, said... Yes, I saw that. didn't miss, a net, miss the net for, like, the entire game. It was, That's like, 50, 57 minutes or 58 minutes, something yeah, absurd. I mean, it's just, just some, something bizarre. So, neither it was neither of their faults. But I, I think I'd go Varley. I, I have a go Varley I here. Know. I think I'd go Varley. I'm going Varley here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you make any other lineup changes. I think... I think you gotta honestly just have your your best skilled guys. Like, you, you just, as long as... If they're able to control the puck and make smart moves, like, just playing... Like Ross Johnson, I think would be stupid, and just gotta play Uncle Leo, and you just figure it out. You gotta just figure it out from there. I, I yeah, unfortunately, I think you do. I think. I mean, I I was okay with the playing Ross because like I, especially with the they, they are outskilled. We said this before. They are right. outskilled. So grinding them down a little bit with the bigger body guy I, is not a terrible idea. 
but I think you have to go with probably even Dalcall. I thought he played very well in Game Seven. I think that might be the move for for Johnson. But it's just and on the defense, I don't think you make any changes. I mean, Andy Green did not play well. Nobody played well though. So I mean, do you put Boychuk back in? I don't know about that. He's you know somebody who's been sitting around for a month now. Um, yeah, I think you just gotta go but, with the defense again for at least one more game. Yeah. If it sucks again, then you you go you go. Make but this is this is also a thing that I mean, you said it before, Stephen Barry. We had Barry Trotz now, and. You know, there are adults running this franchise now. Whatever he wants to do, right. I'm down. It's right. a, this it's... isn't, you know, the Boston Mafia of Garth Snow and Jack Capuano and Doug Wade anymore. Just know, you know, that was an old school Cappy blowout, though. So, that, that was, was a, school all right, trick. here's the tape. There's the fire bucket. It's, yeah. What did they throw this out? This is the, a uh... distraction and a fire in a barrel. This is what, that's what that is. You, you could, you could toss that game out and. And realistically, you couldn't turn it off after the first period. But eight goals, Jesus! I did turn it off after. The, I think I turned it off after the second, and then I looked back and eight goals. Oh God! Yeah, um, not great. Oh. <laughs> but I think <laughs> hopefully they get their legs and the jet lag out of their system, and they they play more competitive, and maybe they'll still game. Hopefully, they still game too, and then. Even up the series, and God knows what happens. But obviously, they're in an uphill battle. This is like Mighty Ducks versus Iceland. This is Mighty Ducks versus Steve. Um, District. No, they were District Five. But well, oh, yeah, what Hawks. The Hawks. The yeah. Hawks. Sorry, thank you. Brain farted there. Like this is USA versus USSR kind of thing. Like no one thinks the Islanders are gonna win, but no, they're. The locker room thinks they're gonna be able to find a way to pull it off, and and that's all you gotta respect. And hopefully, they go down swinging, and maybe they make magic and they find a way to surprise them and upset a lot of this team. But after watching last night and knowing before going into last night that they had their work cut out cut out for them, it's it's alarm it's alarming. It, you have to be a little alarmed for what happened last night, but. It's like well, like we all said, the Lightning have to win three more games and got to give them everything they have. I, if nothing else, after this playoff run, um, I I'm more confident for the future of what they are doing. Right. Um, I mean, you have Sorokin coming in next year. Uh, that's probably going to be a very similar. I mean, he's supposed to be great, right? We all know that, but it's going to be a similar, probably level to the way Thomas Grice played this year. Because Thomas Grice played very well, but like the emergence of Anthony Bavilia, you know, the the real, I think, next step forward of Matthew Barzell, um, the way oh. Lee has played in this playoffs. Because to be honest, he didn't have a great regular season, and, and he's really uh, taken it to another level in this playoffs. Nelson you know, and. Pajot. The way that whole second line, you know, Pajot, the addition of Pajot, and you know, and he's going to need some wingers because Broussard's a free agent and Leo Komarov stinks. <laughs> so, like, he's going to need some help on the third line. And, you know, the, the continued great play of Pelic and Pulak. And, and uh, I think Mayfield and Taze have had 
bit of a rough last series in that you know series in the game, but I still. But they're both faith. still young. That you're like okay. Yeah, I think we could still get there with them, and you know, Boychuk and Letty are what they are. They're going to be there and whatever. But I, I kind of had a creeping, you know, that fan pessimism of. This is a not very young but inexperienced team with a bunch of five-year contracts that everybody are unmovable and they're stuck and this is the roster and now the cap space is you know the cap is dead for the next probably two years maybe more and it's just you're kind of stuck with what you got and if these guys don't get it done well then you're kind of screwed and it's going to be a pretty ugly rebuild in three years but I, I don't think that anymore I, th- I think. You know, the addition of Noah Dobson, you know, coming up and maybe Oliver Wallstrom and, and any free agent acquisitions they could make. I, I think they could be a player or two away, even if it's not, you know, if it's not this year. I They're not out of the series, for sure. All I've right. seen them play with Tampa, even though regular season hockey's different. We've seen it a zillion times. They play with Tampa basically every time they play them. They're, they stay right with Outside of Leicester. Absolutely. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Steven? I agree. Like, um, more than this year, but last year, right? We were supposed to be the joke of the league. We lost, I think it was one nothing in a shootout to Tampa in a game. That like, crazy game after the All-Star right. break. Yes. Like, something and like was, that crazy. At the Coliseum, yeah. Mike. Yeah. It was one nothing in the shootout. So they basically tied them. All right, and this is a Tampa team that had that already won the President's Trophy before that game. Right, yeah, at that point, yeah. So it's like, okay, we get it. You guys are good, but guess what? We're gonna we're we have the best coach in the league. And don't get me wrong, when when Barry Trotz is like, yeah, I'm done with this. Like, call that guy in Tampa. I want John Cooper. He's, yeah, he's good. <laughs> like, I think Barry Trotz has got a few more years in him, though. <laughs> yeah, but Cooper's going to be in Tampa for a few more years also. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. But I want that guy. Um, Other than that, I got nothing else. You guys got anything else tonight? No. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your football. And yes, hopefully the others bounce back. Week. And by the time we record again, we have a series.